0: that's my wife Katie
1: and that's my husband Josh
0: this is book club date thank you for joining us uh we are currently as you can see behind me here uh reading lessons in chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. this is part two of four uh so if you'd like to go listen to part one you can go back or if you're kind of going along with us as we read it that's fine too uh but before we dive into our book club our weekly book club Katie yeah what else are you reading besides lessons in chemistry
1: I am still reading that Sweet Tea Witch series. Okay. So not much new to report. That's uh, all right. Reading wise.
0: That's fine. Um, I am reading, still reading The Sword of Cagan. So not much new to reading wise.
1: Yeah, like yeah. it's like our limited time. I can only handle like two books at once. I can only yeah. really juggle two books. At
0: yeah. The same I mean, time. I would I would say that's still very good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: like I think so. Uh we did see if we're kind of expanding a bit, we did see uh the new Studio Ghibli Ghibli?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: We saw uh a newer Studio Ghibli film, uh The Boy and the Heron, right?
1: In the Heron. The yeah.
0: Boy and the Heron, yeah. Um
1: it was enjoyable? Yeah,
0: yeah. This isn't a I movie channel, but yeah, uh if you if you like definitely unique animation, definitely stands on its own
1: it does if you want a movie channel let us know
0: (laughs) okay i mean
1: you're a video producer that's true movie guy that's
0: true that's true
1: i am not
0: but i like the books because they're like a step away from that i can kind of you know what i mean yeah i'm not not costly doing one thing all the time anyway um i appreciate that though so maybe who knows So that's what else we're reading. Not much has changed there. Uh, I mean,
1: and for this one, they did make it into an Apple Plus show, so
0: they did turn into an Apple Plus show. Uh, I I do
1: think it'd be interesting to watch that afterwards. I
0: think so too. I think so too. Yeah, let's start as well. If you guys want to see
1: our, if you want to know our opinion on the show, let us know. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, just a quick recap on the synopsis of this book, Uh, Katie.
1: Yes, it is the 1950s. We are following Elizabeth Zott's story. She dreams of being a scientist, which is a challenged uh, dream by society that believes that women belong only in the domestic sphere. And she accepts a job on a TV cooking show and sets out to teach a nation of housewives more than just recipes.
0: Ooh, it still gives me goosebumps i've read it a few times <laughs> okay so you guys know the synopsis if you watch part one so you get it but that was just for people who may just be chiming in or something yeah. uh this is your official spoiler and speculation warning so we are going to be talking about covering everything in this book and including two chapters one through 23 as well as speculating what we think might happen in the future and if we turn out to be right then i guess you could constitute that as a spoiler so you've been warned go away if you don't want spoilers but add us to your watch this first. Afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're always welcome, but if you if you don't want spoilers,
1: you've been warned. Yeah. There there You've been warned. will be spoilers. Uh
0: the next book club will cover up to and include chapter thirty two. So right now we're gonna talk about chapters one through twenty three and then we will read up to chapter thirty two. Nice. Uh for our episode uh for next week. I that would be part them. three of four. So anyway, uh getting into it, Katie. Yes. I'm gonna put a clock right here. Oh, dear. All right. And I'm going to do that with the magic of editing. And (laughs) And I'm going to set it for two minutes, and we're going to try to summarize a rundown of what all happened in the book. So I'm going to do a brief summary real quick of what happened, and then we're going to start the clock when Katie starts talking. So part one, the initial synopsis and summary was, uh, at least the abbreviated version, was that we were introduced to our main characters, Elizabeth Zott and Calvin Evans and a few other minor characters characters but Elizabeth and Calvin they're chemists they work at the same research facility their romance and relationship blooms and their love grows off the bat we are very aware that Elizabeth is constantly having to overcome obstacles professionally and socially solely because she is a woman it's a huge double standard we get that Uh, they eventually adopt the dog they name 630 Uh, just as as Calvin and Elizabeth I'd say are kind of hitting a groove we kind of get sprung into act 2 with calvin dying he is going for a jog he slips on some oil and he gets run over by a police car of all things that's the abbreviated version and that's where we kind of ended uh part one's reading so very sad very harsh but it was a good it was a good stretch of establishing these characters uh and specifically elizabeth we we learned a lot about her so we did with all that said hon let's continue our summary of what we've read this week
1: okay and the clock starts, starts now, now. Okay, so we're starting off with all of the fallout from Calvin's death. Obviously, uh, Elizabeth is mourning his loss. We see the funeral. We've got her in shock and the realization then that she is actually pregnant. So she ends up getting fired for being pregnant, which is incredibly unfair. And Donati and Frask are just horrible about it. Um, Elizabeth goes home. She renos her kitchen and creates a lab in its place where she can also cook. She starts to consult her former colleagues who need her help because they are just not as good at it as her. She ends up charging for that cuz girls got to make some money. She's got a baby on the way. 630 is almost killed in the cemetery where he goes to visit Calvin's grave on the regular, but the groundskeeper is a cranky pants and threatens with a gun. Instead of getting shot, six thirty actually barks. The man falls. He starts bleeding from his head. Six thirty, remembering the trauma of seeing Calvin die, helps him and saves his life, barking to get the attention of some other visitors to the cemetery. A local reporter spins it so that six thirty comes across as a hero. We were nervous that they would spin it the other way. Elizabeth goes to um, Doctor Mason. One of the other rowers goes to his. Uh, medical practice to finally get some prenatal care he thinks that 100 miles per hour doesn't really know when to stop talking but he is quick to apologize he's actually the first person who shows some understanding and sympathy for elizabeth and her whole situation not just the pregnancy but also losing calvin elizabeth has the baby and we see the struggles of her entering single motherhood
0: and i'm going to pick it up so Uh, A person who sees Elizabeth struggling is actually her neighbor across the street, Harriet Sloan, who I just want to have coffee with and have her tell me everything I'm doing wrong with my life. She sounds amazing. But anyway, Harriet Sloan uh, introduced, yeah, I know. (laughs) Harriet (laughs) Sloan introduces herself to Zot. Uh, She's clearly a capable, more maternal figure. Uh, She offers help to Elizabeth uh, with Mad or uh, Madeline, uh, as, as is Elizabeth's daughter's name. Uh, We do learn that Elizabeth's uh, daughter's name is not Madeline, but actually Mad, Mad Zot. Uh, There's a pretty funny story to that, which I think we might get into later. Uh, Elizabeth finally breaks down. She does call Harriet for help, uh, and they develop a pretty good rapport and relationship. A year passes. Dr. Mason stops by to visit, kind of give a house visit to Zot, uh, and tries to convince her to try rowing again, specifically with his crew. Um, Harriet Sloan agrees to watch the baby during early morning rowing sessions. Uh Zot takes a job at Hastings again, the research facility. Um uh, Madeline enrolls in kindergarten thanks to Elizabeth forging her birth year. Uh but really the credit goes to Madeline because she's exceptionally bright and she's able to kind of fool most people. Um Hastings needs it's also alluded to that she's kind of tall, but anyway. Yeah, uh, she's ha- big for her age. Yeah. Um Hastings uh needs Zot to research for some fat cat investor for abogenesis. Uh, Zot is back at Hastings. Her boss says that she's a lab tech, even though whenever they asked her to come back, he was going to, he said he'd reinstate her as a chemist or heavily implied that. Uh, in frustration, Zot runs to the bathroom, runs into Frask, the lady who kind of colluded the, to the get rid of The mean
1: lady Zot. from personnel. The
0: mean lady from personnel who who, who played a role in, in getting Zot fired initially.
1: Spread the rumor of her pregnancy. Yes,
0: yeah, spread the rumor, rumor of her pregnancy. They have it out. They realize they were both sexually assaulted in college. They bond over that which is a sad thing to bond over but but at least mm-hmm. they find common ground um, and Zot finds out that Hastings actually needs her more than she needs them. I'm a little confused. As to, we'll get into something about that here in a minute. Um, but Frask is fired uh, but before she leaves and uh, leaves, uh, she takes Elizabeth down to the basement uh, where Hastings was storing Evans's work and they were holding it so Elizabeth takes all of Calvin's work. That's who we're talking about there. Uh, Denati steals Elizabeth's work and publishes it as his own. Uh, I kind of jumped there but Donati basically, the only reason why he wanted Elizabeth back, so that way he could collude to take her research notes and publish his own paper and basically satisfy that fat cat investor that I alluded to earlier. Um, Zot discovers a bit more about Calvin after looking through the material that um, she took from Hastings. Um, she, an interesting thing was she saw that he had a minister pen pal, which is very intriguing and interesting, and we, of course, will talk about that more. Uh, Madeline is clearly too bright for school and finds it boring. Needing money, Walter Pine, the producer, calls Elizabeth Zalt. We met Walter Pine probably in like the first scene or two, like the first chapter or two Mm -hmm. of this whole book, and he finally comes back in because we finally come full circle almost. Um, And he effectively offers uh, Elizabeth the hosting job of a television cooking show. Walter's just basically desperate. He needs to fill it for advertisers. But there is something, there is some sort of X factor that he and many other people up to this point have noticed about Elizabeth. So. This is where we're kind of launching into Elizabeth becoming a more science oriented Julia child. Time, I think we went way over, but way that's over. okay. That's okay. Way we over. tried. We tried. Maybe maybe we can make it 3 minutes cuz cuz it's uh, tough. It might have been like 5. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, my bad. I thought we'll we were see. pretty good, though. I feel like if you read the book, you wouldn't know what we were talking about. You we would. were just we were just kind of just resummarizing it in case it'd been a few days since, since, since you read a chapter or two. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, uh, now we're going to move on to the fun part: meat and potatoes, general discussion questions.
1: Katie. Yeah,
0: Katie, Fireway.
1: Oh, um. So, what are your thoughts of Elizabeth Zott as a mother?
0: So, what are our thoughts of Elizabeth Zott as a mother? I think she is a great mother but initially probably a mediocre parent mm. if you know what I'm saying like she in and and, and and you know when you're a parent you're kind of trying to make it up as best you you can and not make it up but just just trying to do the best you can so I have yeah, a lot of sympathy I mean, for like I a think, single mom like her
1: yeah and especially at that time like was clearly not easy there were a lot of implications and once people found out she was a single mom or single expecting mom they would be incredibly rude and offer unsolicited unsolicited advice which frankly people are going to do regardless of your situation True, they're going to give you their advice mm-hmm um, yeah. And I think I think it's important to remember that each child needs a little bit different of parenting, right? Like, we're not all... We, we don't all have the same personalities from the get-go. So, our needs are all... Like, as, as babies, we're all slightly different. And I think Elizabeth is the right mom for her daughter. Correct. I really couple thoughts um i did think it was cute how we got more of 630s point of view yes and that he was like doing his best to like
0: protect the creature
1: protect the creature and communicate with the creature which is what he called the baby they weren't sure because remember elizabeth didn't have much go she didn't go to the doctor so she didn't really have much prenatal care Mm -hmm. as far as we understand and So, six thirty just referred to the baby as the creature,
0: which is hilarious. I so funny. I also love too how um, Elizabeth has the baby. She Mm -hmm. looks, she comes home, and she comes home early primarily because she's worried about six thirty. Yeah, like no one's no one's fed my dog. I need to get home. Well, she doesn't
1: have a support system.
0: Correct. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, so which is which is incredibly scary. So yeah, but um but anyway she she goes home and she looks at her watch she goes oh my goodness you haven't eaten in 24 hours it's 9 22 and 6 30 and like his own internal monologue is like yes that's that's the creature's name hello my name's 6 30 yours must be 9:22." and then yeah. it ends with like and then the creature wailed and everything fell apart yeah because <laughs> it was a very rude awakening because
1: yeah six, and it was nice yeah. that we didn't get just elizabeth's perspective on now there's a baby it was also six thirties.
0: Yeah, and, like, and oh,
1: okay here creatures here now yeah
0: and 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 Harriet's as well like she she noticed a yeah, lot we're
1: introduced to her
0: yeah and and I I really like Harriet oh she was great
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that her introduction yeah, she,
0: she just wants to be useful and helpful to someone like she clearly does. clearly she can't even get that from like her husband who's
1: barely aware of her existence yeah
0: like basically which like sounds it sounds awful right like sounds yeah. just terrible but what 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 was the line ugly people don't know that they're ugly or something like that or or stupid people don't don't, know that, people don't know that they're stupid something like that
1: ugly people should know that they're ugly because
0: of mirrors <laughs> that's right that's a good one um but but yeah i mean um
1: but i think we knew that she was like as far as mothering that she was going to do well because we already saw her kind of mothering 630 as she was teaching him words Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. kind of keeping track of that right and reading to him right you know reading is incredibly important for development
0: it's true true yeah no i think i think overall i think she's a she's a terrific mother and given her circumstances and more importantly the time That she's Mm -hmm. in.
1: I mean, and she was willing to put her pride aside to go back to Hastings, Mm -hmm. and which
0: is, you know, how they treated her is like,
1: oh, it was awful. (laughs) It was awful. Like I can't even imagine.
0: Well, like, and this is where like I come from. Like, you know, not just the time I live in, but just uh, also like a, uh, just a masculine standpoint. It's like, it's like, well, I wouldn't do that, but it's just like, well, the time and the fact that she's a woman.
1: Right, she, and she, doesn't she, get that option, she hadn't Josh, been able right? to complete her Ph.D., mm-hmm. and they had made it clear when they fired her that getting references would be an issue. So, Correct. like, it would be... If she was able to find something else, it would have been someone kind of taking a blind chance on her.
0: Right. So do you... Obviously, her whole experience of getting fired and everything, kind of going into our next discussion question here. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I, and now I did think it was interesting mm-hmm. that they gave kind of the hastings company perspective What do you mean? She gave like their point of view, like the the company's point of view, right? It was like the management's point of view for Hastings Institute.
0: I don't recall that. Was do you mean just like they were they were uh, like
1: It was it was like they were going over like how they had a bit of a conundrum on their hands because on the one hand they didn't want her there because she was oh, a woman, right? And she's on the other hand, talented, yeah. She's like the only standout innovator that they've got,
0: yeah. Currently, it's, it's like trailblazers versus like the common,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, she' was one got of the plenty, yeah. And yeah. part of her being a trails trailblazer or an innovator is that she would kind of like challenge the status quo. You know, she refused to make coffee, which annoyed a lot of the men she would question things you know she wanted to be treated as a scientist first you know she wanted that to be you know how how she was treated to be led by that rather than her gender
0: yeah she's i mean i mean even so at some point toward the end i can't remember. at, at least at this reading she's you know she's not a woman chemist or whatever a woman scientist she's a chemist that's how she views herself, which is right, you know. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately it's 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 you know, even even as, if this happened today, like it's still it's still there. You know, like I'm in the workforce. I, yeah. I, I, I work in a very um dominantly male uh area. And, and and a lot of that is because it's there's lifting to it, right? There's, right? there's 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 typical masculine type of roles to it. Um but but you know, but there are some Women who take to it and like to do it, um, mm-hmm. but there is there is like it's there, right? Like the like the dismissiveness, mm-hmm. which is just unfortunate because
1: yeah, and you are
0: kind of just writing off the like Elizabeth even said like half the population is being wasted. I think she says that in part one of our reading. At some yeah, time. you know,
1: yeah, and it's instead of recognizing that they're capable of more than yeah. drinking coffee,
0: absolutely. I mean, they're capable more than men generally they can you know i mean women women can have children right so mm-hmm. and that's, that's pretty impressive um, yeah uh let's see here but
1: yeah I, and i thought it was interesting how she called them out for like she was when she was getting fired she was like uh you're firing me for this what would have happened to calvin like would he be treated this way and they right. even acknowledged no he would be fine
0: right but their excuse was calvin so uh, at the core of it it's they they would admit it's because calvin is a man but their surface level excuses like well calvin's the exception because he's the genius whereas like elizabeth
1: he's the genius who's getting the funding
0: well i found it interesting because harriet even said that when she first saw elizabeth and calvin together you know uh, her first impression was like calvin's obviously with her because of her looks Right, right, and then once she had a second or third impression, basically,
1: yeah, when she saw them interact, she
0: really saw that they were just like-minded souls. That they were effectively just twins. So, I mean, if if you're to take that at face value, that means that Elizabeth, and frankly, from what we've seen, is just as smart as Calvin. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that she's a woman. They had they both had right. similar and obstacles. Therefore
1: didn't have. The same yeah. opportunities. But they still they yeah. both had some rough childhoods.
0: Yeah. I mean like I think they both have similar obstacles in the sense that from their childhoods they have no support system, period. End of story. Yeah. Right. Like Calvin maybe with his with his dad, but who even knows if that's true because that was just some Right. Some like petty priest that was just anyway.
1: Now I don't remember if I mentioned it in the first episode, but I suspect that the fat cat investor is his dad. Likely. Mm -hmm.
0: likely we'll see yeah we'll see I mean that's that's some good speculation what is there anything in particular that makes you say that
1: oh just the kind of secretive nature nature of the donation like I had already kind of thought that and then for him to also I, I think it was in this week's reading where they talked about how when he made the investment he said you know he basically wouldn't check in on them for, like, a year or so because he knows that scientific research takes time.
0: Right. Like, right. you need
1: time and space to do, like, this research that I expect.
0: It's interesting, though, because, like...
1: And is... they had said, like, part yeah. of the Calvin's backstory was that the dad was more science-minded as well. Mm, and remember, remember he made okay. that donation to the orphanage and wanted... All the science and math books brought in. The priest wasn't happy about it.
0: Right, right, because mm-hmm. a lot of science does fly in the face of uh, theological teaching mm-hmm. at at times. Yeah, there's 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 oftentimes it aligns, but there's there's also as many times that it doesn't. So
1: right, and some of what was in those specific textbooks was not approved right. by the right priest or the bishop that were overseeing the school.
0: Right. So speaking of Calvin, he's a rower. Yeah. Um, And that kind of is how we get into rowing with Elizabeth, right? We read along with her, so we kind of mm-hmm. we kind of get into rowing and we kind of learn some of the, the nomenclature about rowing and all of that. And, yeah. Uh, now Dr. Mason has kind of brought Elizabeth back into rowing. Yeah. Um, she also was but I urging. think
1: it's also kind of a way for him to keep an eye on her.
0: Oh, 100%. You know? 100%. Like... He's... 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 he's I, I think he's a good guy. I mm-hmm. don't think there's any ulterior motives. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I, I think that is a way for him to keep an eye on her.
1: And I think, um, from like a medical perspective, I'm sure he was interested in how smoothly her pregnancy seemed to go. Mm-hmm. In part probably because she was doing the erging the rowing practice
0: right yeah effectively like the rowing machine yeah because
1: a lot of times and even now you know there's advice when women get pregnant to take it easy or easier Mm -hmm. like don't you don't want to ramp up your exercise regimen necessarily without doctor supervision but
0: i've heard you like the default generally is to keep it Consistent, like wherever you were at before pregnancy, is where yeah, you should strive to keep peak. it for as long as you can. And then, when you feel you need to tailor it back,
1: right? You tailor it back. But she kind of
0: she increased it, yeah, because she was mourning. That was how she, yeah. Like, I mean, and and she even said too, like, I mean, it, it's you know, uh, kind of going back to our first question: thoughts on Elizabeth as a mother. It's she didn't want to be a mother, right? Right? Like she did not won it she made it clear to calvin Mm -hmm. and that's part of the reason why you know in combination of calvin dying and kind of leaving her hanging yeah uh, she was also mad at him because
1: so i i also wondered when she went to um dr masons
0: dr masons yep
1: uh when she went to dr masons and he referred to her as mrs evans and stuff i almost wondered if he was trying to help her save face in front of the secretary
0: Oh, like if he, he was like trying he to just kind of
1: like, like I thought he knew. Yeah. So I wondered if he was just trying to kind of like make it clear, like we do not treat her any less. Right. You yeah. know.
0: Maybe. Maybe he. He's also just so absent-minded, though. Clearly, like he. Yeah,
1: just, I mean, he might. He might not have.
0: Yeah, he'll just like say something, be like, "Oh yeah, sorry, Calvin is dead, isn't he? My bad. Okay. Anyway." <laughs> like yeah. It's kind of what he does. Um, you know, but, but he is always quick to apologize as, yeah. a, a, as you mentioned. And
1: I did like that when he went to visit her, like he just automatically started cleaning. He's like talking to her. She's got a new baby. She's exhausted. And he just comes in and starts talking like, now I want you to come, you know, you need to come back and row with us. And yeah. he's like, oh, where's the sponge? Like, and he just yeah. starts doing dishes. And...
0: Yeah. Well, he knows that she needs help and he knows that it's chaotic and.
1: Yeah. But I thought it was sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, did. He, you know. Yeah, he seems like a pretty genuine guy. Um, like
1: similar with her neighbor who just comes in and is like, "Oh, yeah, do you need I mean, me to get the baby? I'm gonna go get the baby."
0: Yeah, <laughs> and 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 rowing is such a. You
1: need you need help. You need coffee. Let's get you some coffee.
0: Like Harriet. Yeah, yeah, Harriet, and then and, yeah. and then Elizabeth brews the coffee in like the chemist way, yeah. which like which like I've I've and side note in Breaking Bad they do something similar to that. and then walter white the main character like he drinks the coffee just because you've never seen it yeah but walter white drinks the coffee goes oh my god this is amazing and then like the guy's going through like his process for how he brews it and everything and it's like as i was reading that i was like that's just like it's just like the breaking bad scene
1: oh okay and
0: everything because like harriet's like it seems like what does she say like this that This coming from from a woman who put twenty steps in to making (laughs)
1: coffee. Who added like twelve extra steps to making coffee.
0: Yeah, but then she drinks it and then she never questions it again because it's it's that good. Yeah. Um because like
1: Well, it seemed like it almost got steeped, like was slowly steeped like tea. Yeah and then it went back. But like like the water.
0: But like accelerated almost because it like transfers back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. I'm we're not chemists. No. No. We, we could have been, but, you know, we decided to do book club date instead for you guys. All for you. For the listeners and viewers, all right? Okay. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I did enjoy my chemistry class.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so Rowan... My
1: teacher had us call him by his first name, and the office people hated that. It was so funny. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> what was his name? Barry. Barry? Yeah. Barry. Barry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, our our next question: Rowing is clearly a big part of the book. Uh, uh, is it a metaphor for something? What do you think, or is it just like a good kind of like constant reminder of Calvin? Or or what do you think?
1: Um, hmm. Perhaps. Now, I had read that uh, the author rows, like that she's a rower. Okay. So I think. In part and I had also read that she
0: The author Bonnie Garmus. Bonnie
1: Garmus. Bonnie Garmus. Right. And that she had edited or oversaw like the right like publications of scientific papers or something like that. So I think it's adds in an interest that she already has and already knows a lot about. Right. So I'm sure she's got you know some messages and realizations that rowing has allowed her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it's interesting seeing how like that physical activity can, you know, help you in dealing with loss. You right. know, it gives you something right. that it, its almost. The way she was doing the erging, it's almost like meditative, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she was doing like ten thousand meters, which like yeah. which like we have a water rower from water rower, rower club ourselves, and we've done. I think even whenever I was at peak using, it, I don't think I was hitting like, like five thousand meters, like going.
1: I usually measure it by minutes.
0: Oh well, that's good. <laughs> But I mean, not so
1: much distance, more the time that I could keep going. I
0: mean, it's 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 a full body workout. It is where you out. So I mean, like we're not keep
1: you in shape.
0: Yeah, we're like not ignorant to like the physical.
1: uh, And I'm sure on the actual water. Oh yeah. With a team, it's got to be
0: way different and, and and more difficult. So. Um.
1: But also the, was it Dr. Mason who talked about how with rowing. Or maybe it was just a line that she included about how rowing, you're not facing where you're going. You're always looking behind at where you've been.
0: Right, but you're still moving forward.
1: But you're still moving forward. Yeah. yeah.
0: There is also, you know, there's also a line in the book about basically Bonnie heading off this type of discussion question where like, where like uh, Elizabeth, I think I, I think it's Elizabeth she's talking about talking about how this one commentator how this reader oh, speculates it, on it Madame this way. yeah and then, and then this and then this reader speculates that way but no one cares what the author actually intended yeah like which which is kind of funny because like who you know uh, uh will you know uh, I I think it's safe to say that it is that it is a metaphor I think it's a good metaphor in this book because you can take it many different ways
1: I think you can take it many yeah. different ways
0: so and Even if
1: it was just included for funsies.
0: Yeah, like that that kind of comment from Elizabeth was kind of her winking at like the reader.
1: Just oh like, yeah. Just like
0: I know you're gonna comment about
1: No, and I totally understood. I'm pretty sure that was a question that we had to respond to in high school when we read yeah. Madame Bovary.
0: But you didn't like Madame Bovary.
1: I did not.
0: Didn't did did,
1: did didn't, not didn't your teacher say for My, a warning? <laughs> yeah. So we had We had summer reading for the class, the particular class I was in, Mm -hmm. and we had to read three books over the summer and then pull out passages for each of them and then write our impressions and what those like the significance of those passages. And that was like to prove that we had read Mm -hmm. these books and whatnot. But yeah, we sat down for a meeting before the end of the school year, the year before, and the teacher that we were going to have the following year was like, okay, and you will hate this main character. You will not like her. Sorry, you're going to have to read it still. Like, it's part of the curriculum. Brutal. And then, yeah, so we had to.
0: That's that That's that fine-tuned education system at work there. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... Uh, all right. So the whole scene with the graveyard keeper was six thirty. Mm-hmm. How relieved were you that six thirty did not die?
1: Oh my god! I don't think I could have handled that right now.
0: Oh, I would have been. Uh, yeah. So, so
1: like, might have had to stop reading. Period.
0: Yeah. So our 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 our, our beloved fur baby, our dog, passed recently. One of our dogs. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it and it kind of hit us hard. So that one, I was. Like, it was
1: oh my very gosh. sudden. Yeah. It was sudden and unexpected, and it was just, she was there, and then she wasn't.
0: Yeah, and not a fun experience for anyone. No. Um, anyway.
1: Like, even the vets were like, oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it was, 630 is just awesome. Yeah. He like, he, like, fr- he, like, barks at the groundskeeper, frightens him, and then he saves the groundskeeper. And I'm so happy that reporter was like, wait a minute, you're that dog. And then he's, like, posing him, and I'm like, why is he posing him in such dramatic hero shot poses? And then, like, the next paragraph is like
1: i thought it was gonna go there is
0: like yeah well like once i once i realized what was doing, i was like okay i think i think he's gonna do a story that's gonna paint the dog in a positive light yeah and i think he did it did so yeah specifically because of of you know he probably needed a good story number one because i think it's a better story than like aggressive dog is put down right yeah. like it like it's a better story number one but i also like to think maybe he did it because he knew the last thing that that woman needs is to lose her dog, right? Yeah. Like, I think I think he knew that, so I think that's why he spun it yeah. that way. And then there were a bunch of well,
1: also, complaints. Like, like, yeah, there were tons yeah. of complaints about the groundskeeper, like, shooting at squirrels and birds in the middle of funerals and stuff. And we also know that the journalist was basically on the obituary beat. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that was what he covered. And so he was probably familiar with that as well. Right. With all of the complaints. Right.
0: But, you you know, um, how, let's say Calvin didn't die. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, Elizabeth still has the baby and all that. Yeah. What do you think is different? Do you think, do you think they get married? Do you think they don't? Do you think she even has the baby? Do you think?
1: Oh, she would have had the baby.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. What makes you say that? Do you do you do you think she was more she was erging so much because she even admits that her she admits was... she admits she was basically
1: was a, hoping for a miscarriage. Yeah,
0: that like the erging was like a half-hearted effort to miscarry, basically. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> opposite effect.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah, like Doctor Mason's like, yeah, your baby's really strong. She's like, damn it.
1: Yeah, gonna be a great rower.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, Those
1: hands, perfect for calses.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, but. So you think
1: Well, one of the lines too was that basically terminating a pregnancy was not acceptable. Right. Being a single mom was not acceptable, but
0: terminating Terminating
1: pregnancy. a pregnancy was also not acceptable. So it was a lose-lose situation for any woman in that position at that time. Right. Yeah.
0: But she got Madeline at the She did. So that's cool. Yeah, I think I think if Calvin's alive, everything is better uh,
1: yeah i mean he might I, I, he might push for the marriage
0: oh 100 more yeah yeah and
1: then there would be a discussion over whose last name does the baby get
0: right no it, it would have made it for its own interesting kind of uh alternate story yeah you know what i mean um and it would have been more about like instead of
1: but also then she wouldn't have been fired from Hastings. No. Because if she had, Calvin would have left. Correct. And if Calvin left, there goes yeah, she, a bunch of their funding.
0: She probably would have. Well, because Calvin was, you know...
1: He was their superstar.
0: He was, and he was, frankly, making clearly enough to afford uh, a pretty comfortable lifestyle. So they absolutely could have afforded, like, a nanny or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Elizabeth then Elizabeth. I would mean,
1: he, he might have... He might have ended up taking a job elsewhere. True. Just because, the, you know, we find out that he actually had offers. Once Elizabeth does finally get his things and his boxes and research that were being kept in storage at Hastings, she's going through his belongings and finds out that he actually had had a ton of offers. And she realizes that Hastings lowballed him, like way lowballed him. And the whole reason he took that position was because of the proximity to a rowing club Mm -hmm. and the weather. Right. So I think if she could have helped him find a position or if they could have together found a place that would accept both of them Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or a location where they could both find work in what they wanted to do. But it sounded like he wanted to work with her on the... Abiogenesis, which by the way yeah
0: i mean he found it fascinating Be- like i mean that's kind of what you know not just her looks but that that's what you know the initial infatuation was like her looks and the fact that she didn't really take his you know take his shit basically oh yeah that's she what he did not yeah that that was the initial kind of trigger to the infatuate to the infatuation but what maintained his interest was because she was smart and specifically yeah. Abogenesis. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. What do you so, got there? Ab- abiogenesis is basically the idea that the first life forms were simple and then gradually became more and more complex.
0: Right. It, it's like, I, I thought I read that it would basically. Couldn't
1: remember if we had covered that or not. So, I wanted like a nice. Right.
0: Level. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. I, I thought that I read that basically abiogenesis would. Um, like concretely reinforced, basically Darwinism, essentially mm. like evolutionary theory, right? That yeah. went from single cell and then developed,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and and it would lend credence to that theory even more so. So, um, so we got one more here. Uh...
1: Oh yeah, this is my <laughs> question. Do you think that six thirty and Elizabeth because? There's a whole section about her teaching him words, and we get updates about how many words he has learned. And it's
0: like 500-something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so I was thinking, have you guys seen, because you already told me you haven't, but have you guys seen those talking animal buttons? It's like little buttons, right, like the Staples Easy button that they can click, and it has it's tied to words, right? So the dog can click a button, and it says food. Or they can click a button. It says walk. Or they can click a button and it says outside, or mom, or dad, or you know whomever. Oh, like the talking buttons, yeah. Okay. That people get and they. If you guys haven't seen this, look it up. Um, they've got there. There are some people who have used them with their cats, and some have used them with their dogs. Yeah,
0: the cats are. It's like nothing that we don't know, but man, they're moody and you give them words now to like (laughs) verbalize their feelings and you're just like oh okay no so so basically you can teach an animal like say like 30 odd words maybe somewhere between 10 to 30 depending on how smart they are and you teach them like food outside uh mom dad and they can go and touch the button and they eventually i love you yeah like i love you and they eventually learn
1: and you can just keep adding on yeah and keep adding on words
0: i mean Maybe one day. <laughs> uh, okay, so I anyway,
1: th- I th- I think Elizabeth would have gotten a kick out of those.
0: I think Elizabeth would have one hundred percent got. She
1: would day. have covered the house in them.
0: Yeah, she would have gotten one. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's really cute how six thirty goes and picks up Madeline from school.
1: Oh my gosh, so adorable!
0: Like just yeah. just six thirty protecting the creature. Yeah. What is it like at one point? Like Madeline's like, I don't like school and creatures, and then like six thirty thirty's like, well. That's it. I don't like I don't school. don't like school either. The creature doesn't like school. She's not going anymore. That settles it. It's like <laughs> it's such like a funny little dog if way to think about like it. If she doesn't like
1: school, then I don't like school.
0: Basically. Yeah. I mean he's he, he, I mean he's he's man's best friend, right? Yeah. So um anyway, uh I enjoyed uh kind of our opening into act two. And like we said, it it this one ends on effectively, it looks like we're about to roll into Elizabeth hosting her show and that taking off and that being its own obstacle and that's going to have its own kind of issues and developments and all sorts of fun things that they yeah. are going to happen. And we
1: also finally got some clarity over why, Oh, the other girl, I think it's Amanda, why her lunches are so weird and why uh, Madeline is like, no, you don't understand her, her lunches are unusual. I think they kept saying unusual or abnormal and it's it's not just that it's like weird food combinations it's that like her dad cuz he's a single dad. Yeah. And he's packing her like a stapler.
0: Yeah, cuz he's for lunch and stuff. Yeah.
1: He's just not quite with it.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying being a TV producer is the toughest job, but I've seen the hours that have to go into it. Yeah. And especially back then when TV ad was probably at, like, an all-time high and the stakes oh, were yeah. extremely high and the competition was fierce.
1: hmm
0: I mean, I can 100%, just from my experience in that field, uh, just how absent-minded you can become. Pro- pro- probably he's also naturally absent-minded, too. But, it, y- you know, right. I mean.
1: Well, and his wife left him. Right. And then it said right. there was a messy divorce and she took everything.
0: Yeah, and that can just completely, I mean, I mean it's one of the hardest things to happen to a family is, is a divorce, like, hands down. So, um, doesn't, doesn't shock me. One thing that I wanted to come back to real quick was, was, um, we mentioned it whenever we were doing our kind of, uh, rundown was Elizabeth, you know, like whenever she's talking with Frask in the bathroom, it's heavily implied. And it's also kind of, communicated that, that Elizabeth doesn't pick up everything that's put down in front of her if it's not yeah. related to science. So maybe she was just completely oblivious and just missed this entirely. But I thought I thought she realized after that conversation with Frask that the fat cat investor wanted her. Or like wanted wanted the scientist Zot to be working on abogenesis and that's why they brought her back. That's why Hastings brought her back. Like I thought that was pretty clearly communicated in the bathroom between Frask and Elizabeth. And then I was even more confused that Elizabeth didn't use that as leverage. Did she just miss it, or am I misinterpreting what happened?
1: Um, I think because this is before she quit, right?
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: So it's her second time around at Haiti, which is good for
0: her, by the way. That's. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're ever in a Literally toxic job, a
1: terrible work environment.
0: Yeah. If you're ever in a toxic environment at work, as soon as you can, like I mean, yeah. don't don't just so, do do it because people may rely on you, but as soon as you can jump get out yeah. yeah jump
1: get out when in if you can um mm-hmm. yeah i mean cuz she went back and then Donati published like it was very sneaky too like he took her files basically of the research she had been doing mm-hmm. took her files copied all of it mm-hmm. and then wrote his wrote her paper or you know published her paper with his name on it I'm not sure how much he actually edited or altered it. He, but he, it was it was her work. He probably just polished it up. Maybe. Or had someone else do that.
0: Yeah. I mean it would back then it'd be a man's word against a woman's.
1: Right. And that I think that's partly why, like, what was she going to do?
0: Right. So that's a good point. So maybe she was just like, okay. Yeah. And then when that happened
1: Yeah, I don't know why she didn't used yeah. her name as more leverage but also like Donati lied to the investor and said that Zot didn't do any of the research and turned out to be like right a has been washout right.
0: well Zot also she did she did work with Frask before Frask got fired on trying to find out who this fat cat investor was
1: right and couldn't find any info
0: right because Donati has probably kept it pretty close to his chest which makes well, sense. I I, I hate. I don't
1: think do that, the investor the left his name either. I think he chose anonymity.
0: Okay, interesting. But Donati's had a conversation with him, though, at least on the phone.
1: At least on the phone. Yeah. Okay. They maybe saw right. him, but but again, like I said, I I suspect that it's Calvin's dad.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And in which case, he would not want any record of it or he could lie about the name you know like right
0: right well i mean we clearly are gonna if
1: the funds are coming anonymously which they could yeah or through like yeah let me some other type of funding
0: i think he's going to discover elizabeth this fat cat investor i think he's going to discover elizabeth via her cooking show because Mm -hmm. clearly at the beginning of this whole book it's alluded that elizabeth is effectively a national figure at at whenever at that point. whenever we're introduced to her before we kind of take a step back and reverse right. and then and then go forward anyway
1: and it wouldn't be too hard to put together oh EZOT, and now you have this woman who's like got a scientific right. approach to cooking
0: right and she's clearly going to talk about abogenesis at some point oh yeah like i think that's going to be at some point like some lesson in in her cooking show so i think mm-hmm. i think that's how he's going to find her and he's probably going to uh, try and ring her into continuing her work on abogenesis Mm. which is going to be interesting anyway you know let us know down in the comments what you think is going to happen next because we're kind of barreling through act two here so lots a lot of things are happening a lot of moving parts and i'm really enjoying this book so far i really am
1: yeah me too i
0: was i was a little hesitant at first but i'm so glad you picked it because i actually think it's incredibly well written and i increasingly like zot and i swear to god if 630 dies i am just going to lose it yeah
1: Unacceptable.
0: but anyway we're not going to put that out there i'm going to bring it back i'm going to bring it back um okay yeah so thoughts comments below katie yeah send us off oh actually actually before we do that let's go over our favorite highlights so these were some highlights that we did uh through our little kindles and whatnot or katie did on the book too yeah so um let's just rotate on these all right so the first one is No surprise, idiots make it into every company they tend to interview well.
1: And I thought that was funny because that one has, like, almost 8,000 highlights.
0: That one is so good. Like, yeah, like, I didn't realize that it was highlighted until after. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that makes so
1: much sense. Like, obviously. Uh, You want the next one? You can. Oh, you you want me to? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, How dare you, he said, his voice rising, a woman telling me what pregnancy is. Who do you think you are? She seemed surprised by the question. A woman, she said.
0: <laughs> that, that one made me chuckle a lot. So that was Donati basically as he was firing uh, Elizabeth the first time.
1: For being pregnant.
0: For being pregnant. Um, our next one here is not every woman wants to be a mother. He agreed, surprising her. This is Dr. Mason, I believe. Mm-hmm. Not not every woman wants to be a mother. He agreed, surprising her. More to, More to the point, not every woman should be. He grimaced as if thinking of someone in particular. I feel like we've all, we've kind all of been there. Yeah, like we've all kind of had that mindset where it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably not, not the best, but you never know.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, this is good. He was named six thirty to commemorate the exact time they'd become a family, and now he knew what the creature would be called. Hello, nine twenty two.
0: <laughs> and that's right before Mad just starts wailing, and it's just like the world comes crashing down. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, like most stupid people, Mr. Sloan wasn't smart enough to know just how stupid he was. Uh, but 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 communicated. Welcome to life on the outside. How's the trip? Please come in. I've got chalk. Oh, that's sorry. I must have. Oh, I'm sorry. I copy and pasted the wrong way. Okay, so oh, so this okay. highlight is like <laughs> so this highlight is like most people. Mr. Sloan wasn't smart enough to know just how stupid he was. So that's good.
1: Yeah. The other part is 6.30, trying to communicate with Creature. Right. Hello, 9.22.
0: Yeah, because he picks up chalk. Welcome to
1: life on the outside. How was the trip? Please come in. Come in. I've got chalk.
0: Yeah, because he saved chalk for...
1: Yeah, this kid outside had thrown their chalk, and so he picked it up for her.
0: Yeah. It was exciting. For
1: Matt. He, He picked it up. Not for the child who threw it. He picked it up and brought it home. Um... Oh, tired? Busy? Probably going to argue you don't have time, because I don't. Who does? Being an adult is overrated, don't you think, he said. Just as you solve one problem, ten more pull up. And that's Dr. Mason to Elizabeth.
0: Truth. Preach, Dr. When Mason. When he's trying
1: to convince her
0: to get to- You've
1: got a row.
0: Yeah, to come back to And rowing.
1: he's like, oh, the good thing is, no one's busy at 4.30 in the morning.
0: It's true. No one is. No one's because they're sleeping.
1: Yeah, because they're <laughs> sleepy. Well, hopefully they're yeah. sleeping.
0: Uh, this next one is one can never be too ha- uh, One can never be too tall. Harriet said. Robert Wadlow died from being too tall. Madeline said, tapping the cover of the Guinness Book of Records. But that was a pituitary gland disorder. Mad. Elizabeth said. Nine feet tall. Madeline emphasized. Poor man. Harriet said. Where does someone like that shop? Uh, I can tell you, as a seven foot tall man, destination XL.
1: Or king size.
0: Or king size. There's a few. There's a lot more than there were like even ten years ago. There's there's yeah. a lot more options now. There didn't used to be. Occasionally, I, I, used to I really find struggle. some
1: good stuff for you at like Macy's or JCPenney, yeah. but yeah, it's difficult. It is tricky. Yeah.
0: Shameless plug. Katie has a blog on her, or has a post on her blog about buying tall gifts for tall men or something like that. Oh right?
1: yeah, gift ideas for tall men.
0: Yeah, there you go. Shameless plug. Anyway, moving. Yeah. on. Yeah,
1: we'll link it. Yeah, link it below or in the show notes.
0: Last highlight. Highlight.
1: Highlight. She is. Oh, so Zot answers the phone after the producer guy has called the house, trying desperately to get a hold of her. And he's like, Oh, thank goodness. I, you know, I left messages with your housekeeper. I guess she didn't give you the message. And Zot replies, She is not a housekeeper and she did not neglect to give me your messages.
0: To which his reply is, oh. Just and like, then he
1: kind of like goes into what he needs.
0: It's it's pretty brutal. But it's great.
1: A little bit, but I've also like.
0: He's also being pushy and she, and she's just like. A
1: little Dude. bit, like you've called yeah. like three or so time, you know.
0: Right. All right, Katie, go ahead and send us on out of here.
1: So our next episode is going to cover um, up to and including chapter 32. So if you're reading along with us, make sure you read through the end of chapter 32.
0: Okay, and remember to like, subscribe, and all other stuff, whatever platform you're watching us on. We appreciate it, reviews and everything. Uh, Feel free to have some comments and commentary and discussions down below in the comments. We'll join you down there.
1: Yeah, Uh, let us know what you're thinking of the book so far. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if you've been following along, you've clearly read enough. What
1: do you think the Fat Cat Investor is?
0: Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll find out. We'll find out. But until next time, that's my wife, Katie.
1: And that's my husband, Josh.
0: And this has been Book Club Date. You have a great day.
1: Bye.